So that brings us to module two, how to choose your games and set your goals. Uh, you probably have a decent idea of your most, uh, what your most important games are. Uh, business, dating, health are usually common, but it's worth taking the time to really do the work and picture what you want to both enjoy and accomplish over the next decade. When you do, you might uncover some games are more important than you realized until now. Games like creating time freedom by getting above your business, living abroad and protecting the money you've made all become um, important games in general that I found for my clients as they get older. So in this section uh, are examples of nearly every performative identity achievement based game. Um, I shouldn't say every, but I should say a representation of every type of game that you could easily build a, a spin-off game that's more suitable to you for uh, that you could possibly play over the next decade with example goals attached. Also included is a much smaller list of yearly goal examples. Uh, so choose your games and goals based on the amount of time you want to devote to them and be honest, right? So we covered a lot of what your true values are and what your uh, games that are going to correspond with that in the previous section. And as I mentioned, if you're still struggling with your values in order, you can check out the Dr. Martini course on values. But another way of thinking about it is when you're going through these example year, decade goals, yearly goals, um, and projects that I'm going to be laying out with the projects being the action steps to get the goals. Think about your realistic time assessment for each of those. And in general, the most, the goals that are the highest priority are going to be the games that are the highest priority that are going to be the values that are your highest priority. And they're going to be the ones you're most comfortable spending the most amount of time on. For example, um, you know, unless you're doing multiple seven figures a year and you've got an operator, your business is probably going to be the, the, the goal you spend the most time on. If you are above that, then it might be wealth protection. If you're above that and you've got that sorted, it might be women. Uh, but that's what you want to do with the list. Go through and realistically assess um, which one of these goals you're, you're going to be comfortable spending the bulk of time and, the, and so on and so forth down the list um, so that you can make sure you set accurate goals that are going to actually be achieved. And part of understanding your values is learning what you're not actually going to do. Like if you've been wanting to move to Latin America for years and you've been planning on learning Spanish, but you haven't done it, here's the reality. That's not a value for you and it's not an inspiration. Try moving to Latin America first. See if you really like the women there and you like the culture. And then you start to feel a void of not being able to communicate with them. Now, all of a sudden, it becomes an inspiration and you can plug it into your day like an hour and two hours at a time, right? But you you probably never will put it as six hours a day, right? Because there's only so many hours in the day and that day would have to go to your, to your business. And then the nighttime is usually going towards experiential, um, performative or creative, you know, base goals or, you know, um, entertainment, which is an experiential goal. Okay, so you've got to be very realistic in terms of what's inspirational and you know what what kind of time commitment you can you can put towards that goal with time commitment being another clue for what your real values are in order and what really inspires you. Um, so examples, if you want to work all day and not see your kids and not come home until they're getting ready for bed, be honest with yourself that making money is number one and family is at best number two. Family might be number five. Uh, Jeff Bezos, Steve Jobs, these type of guys, family is probably number 10 for them, if they're being honest. And their their actions spoke accordingly. And um, we got a smartphone because of it in Amazon, 
you know, so there's, there's pros and cons to everything and uh, you have to be realistic and, and really understand what you like and what you want to spend your time on and organize your goals and games accordingly. Um, another example is you might think health is your top priority. You might say that. And in a sense, it should be. It's something I told guys for a while, like your health should be your number one priority. But then again, that is a, I've realized that is a social idealism. Um, and a should is a social idealism, right? That is not getting your dick hard. That is not waking up before your lime excited. A want is, is a true value. Um, so if you do three hours of yoga a day, you do stem cell treatment weekly, you do eat a perfect diet, you work out three hours a day. In addition to your yoga, you take all your supplements every day. You would be correct. Your health has been shown by evidence to be your primary priority, but it's more likely your health is actually closer to your sixth priority based on the time you put into it behind money, wealth protection, dating, family, and partying. It might be your 15th priority because you're doing all these things and still eating junk food along the way. And you might have to consider, do I need to raise the pain points to make this priority number 10 to where I can at least work out twice a week and eat healthy and commit 30 minutes twice a week to do it. Um, but be honest, if you're actually going to do that and make that, that time commitment, um, you know, because unless you're, you're committing to health in terms of time more than everyone else, you, you can't tell me that that is your number one priority when you're working seven hours a day. Um, so it's another example of how to, you know, retrain your mind to what you actually want to do and to actually do that. Um, and I'm not saying to neglect your health, right? If, if your health is really starting to suffer, it will become a bigger priority, become painful enough to become a bigger priority. Or let's say you met a girl and you don't want to look and you got sick of seeing a gut and looking down, you know, while you're being intimate with her. Now, all of a sudden it's a big priority to to get in shape or you're going through a breakup or something like that. It will become a priority naturally. Um, although on occasion, there's some things that you have to raise the pain point of to make it a priority. Like if you're starting to see health problems, you've got to come in and, and make that more painful for you, for yourself and raise the value of having it solved and, you know, move it up to priority number eight on your list and a lot, an hour a day to exercise or eat healthier, whatever it may be. Um, so you know you'll have the right games in the right order based on the amount of time you're willing to commit to each. If you're struggling to define your most important values and therefore your most important games, I, as, as I said, recommend Dr. John Demartini's courses on values, but they are long and intensive. And there's a lot of work for you to do in this course. There might be five to 10 hours of work that you should be doing on this course. So I think that it's probably better just to look at the example decade goals that I'm going to show you and estimate which ones you plan to devote the most time to and therefore uh, create the most games for that particular um, or the most goals for that particular game, right? Because I know that not everyone is going to do the five to 10 hours even required for this course, you know? So at the very least, you should come out of this course with your decade goals, yearly goals, projects, and ideal days blocked out, even if you don't do the full um, worksheets and things of that nature. I'd say only after you've completed all that, that you could go back and read, go through Dr. T. Martini's values um, if you've proven to complete those things. But I, I hoped, and so I didn't add a long section on values. I would hope that um, to be able to not take up too much of your time in terms of this kind of 
work that you would have to do on top of what you already have to do, that you just be able to take the decade goals, take the ones you want, plug them into your worksheet, plug them into your tick tick and estimate the order of time allotment and the, and the priorities uh, based on seeing these example goals and projects. Um, okay, so lastly, remember your games are about your true values, not the values society tries to impose on you. There's no point collecting trophies from games you don't want to play. Great example is middle class script, work a boring ass job, live in a mediocre house, marry a mediocre wife, drive a mediocre car, uh, do that for 60 years and then die and not leave a, an impact on the world. Uh, so your trophies are mediocre wife, mediocre house, mediocre job that you can tell people I work in, um, you know, sales for this huge company and make 50 grand a year. None of those are all trophies, you know, for you playing those middle-class games and following that script. But if you're watching this course, none of those trophies should or will have value for you. Okay. So you've got to be very careful about choosing the right goals, which are the right trophies um, for your games to where they're inspiring and where you can actually achieve that trophy and um, be excited about it and be proud about it.